Top five! Woo! Motherfucker! Oh, fuck. Shit. Oh. <laughs> you scared that was all me. Out. Yeah, that was so loud. I knew it was coming, and I still was like, what the fuck is happening? He so, knew I was coming. I mean, you told me. You said, ooh, ooh, daddy rod, I'm coming. And I said, <laughs> okay. And it still scared me. That's the sound went, it makes. He went, ooh. We were talking about how loud cocks were before we started recording, and at a, I don't even know how we got in here. That's the baby-making metal? Is that what you're talking about? Uh, I mean, <laughs> that also. Dude, my stream got crazy because we were. I was playing a, I'm playing a Yakuza spinoff game called Lost Judgment, and there's this old dude who makes potions. Like He's an old homeless dude who makes potions, and he was talking about eating latex and shit like that and then my chat's going off about baby gravy and eating condoms and i, I it was just i was like i was going how the so fuck a did normal I stream is what you're getting at i mean kind of but it was <laughs> more chaotic i don't fucking know man it was chaos so how the fuck are you two you beautiful people sleepy yeah i think that's a consensus around here we're all fucking it's past our bedtime yeah, no, yeah, and I'm it's sick. Ken has been sick for like years now. Yes, it, I'm dying. Just, <laughs> don't die. It's too late. <laughs> you're then you're a zombie. But Josh, what about you? How you doing? Just sleepy? Yeah, I don't know. It, the the yeah, I'm just sleepy. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I could tell you're sitting down, which is an unusual scenario for Josh. Like he usually, if you don't watch the video, Josh usually records sitting, standing up. So well, I've been also, standing at this desk since I got it, and yeah. I think it's been fucking up my shoulders and back and stuff. So I sat yesterday, and my shoulders stopped hurting. So I was like, "All right, I'm just gonna sit for a bit until I can." Look yeah. at the sticker; it is the best sticker ever. It says, "Get tattoos, cuddle puppies." Get tattoos, cuddle puppies. It's That's cute. That's is that from your tattoo shop? It's from my tattoo artist. Yeah, she has her stickers, and she also has a kitty one, I guess. But I do not. I I, I got the puppy one. I got well, you have a lot of dogs. Yeah, I I mean I have one dog really at this point. But that's oh, okay. that's a down the road thing. <laughs> um, but guys, we are Murder Moose Podcast, part of the Slash and Cast Podcast Network. It's in the game. It is in it's the in the game. It's in the game. In the game of life. Um, we are here. We missed last week because like Ken Ken lost her gear across the, the uh, space and time. And Josh and I were both tired and we weren't gonna do their best of twenty twenty three without Ken. So here we are a week later. This is ep- is this this episode one seventy, right, Josh? Yep. Yep, yep. It is. Yep. It yep. is. So we're doing our top five and i think i don't know about i think all three of us have like runner up things that we'll spend way less time with but and i um, totally forgot one of mine i just saw it pop up and i was like fuck that should have been on my list i only to because i put together like the poster things that can come up on the screen for the youtube or whatever and i only did whatever you sent for just the top one so whatever you sent was the top one is the honorable mention thing. So I have one. And you guys have a bunch, but I only have one poster. So if you want to say the other okay. ones, I'm only going to put That's up fine. the one poster. Cool. 
Okay. Before we get into anything, also, you guys want- before before we go any further, just really quick, make sure you're going to check out this YouTube video because Josh has put in a lot of work into this and it looks really slick. So make sure you come check it out. Transitions are sick. The art's sick. So come by. Top <laughs> okay. <laughs> Josh, I love you. I love your silly Canadian ass. I love your silly Canadian ass. All you Canadians. There's my ass. All you can. <laughs> your ass and your loud ass dick. I oh, I decided in the, in the when I got all my uh, my last tattoo. I'm gonna probably make most of my arm like space themed, so they're gonna be more space things. I'm going to get an otter with a space element. I think next is gonna be my next tattoo, but I don't know when that's space gonna happen. Space otter. It's a space otter. Yes. Okay. A space otter. That's otter. That's otter this world. Oh, oh that was. Dude, I, I like that. I like that uh, dad joke I told you that I found out it was on a dating profile in the, the, the yeah. theater one. <laughs> I actually, I think I wrote that on someone else's dating profile that was like talking about uh, uh, dad jokes. And so here we are. And I was like, look at me. Who could resist? You're like, I already know the person that has the best dad jokes, and it's not a fucking dad. It's my friend Ken. Okay, so shut up. Actually, Ken Ken is runner up to Leaf, as as we all know. Leaf, there's a guy Josh who comes into my chat. He came in and dropped something earlier tonight, and then he does it to Ken and just has always has ammunition. This motherfucker knows every dad joke in the world. It's because he made them. Probably. (laughs) <laughs> Probably. I or lowered Chuck my Norris camera. Did. I lowered my camera so you could see uh, Pop Funkos now, and that were like have been sitting there for over a year because I didn't know what to do with them. That were a bunch of Christmas presents last year, so they just sit. They're a bunch of horror ones, but like you can't really see because they're so far back. But put them like this. I don't have anything to put. Like I'm in a giant room, Josh. So am I. Yeah, I don't know. I'd have to move shit around, and I don't know how long. This is my whole basement. It's it's one room. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Uh, Anything else you guys want to go into before we go and do our um our top movies of 2023 horror movies of 2023. Ah! Sorry. Ken is that was sneezing. the worst sneeze ever. I apologize. Oh. <laughs> Ken, 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 what do I tell you over and over again? Stop oh, apologizing. Suck my dick. I mean, is that what he says that's to you all the time? Yes. All the I time. I've never I need said to that file a claim with HR. Okay. No, if didn't anyone I say is that sexually last harassing episode, anyone I... here, it is you, Ken. Why do people keep saying that to me lately? I wonder why. Because they love you. Oh, man. I didn't hear my my mic. I'm like, I was getting real loud there. (laughs) Okay. We are going to do our top uh, five apiece. Uh, So we... we, Josh has... (laughs) Josh has... uh, Josh, who's... What's the order of this? Uh, Uh, It doesn't matter. Whoever starts, it will go like that and then back around. Okay, so do you want to do your your honorable mention first, Josh, and then we'll go from there? Uh, I I was gonna leave the honorable mention to last, or 
okay we could do an honorable mention but whatever i don't care i thought that like it's like our runner-ups to like and then we just end up on whatever was first no because that would kind of give it away i i do like the top five and then be like you know what it was close but it didn't make the cut and it was this one because then you don't have to talk about it right um, I mean, I I don't yeah whatever you go first, Josh, and then just start whatever your number five is then. Okay, number five. Wait. What? What's that? Are you starting with five? Yeah, five. Number it's five. A it's a countdown. My number five, and honestly, I didn't know. I didn't think this was gonna. Uh, looking back, I didn't know if this was gonna make my list or not, and it did. Influencer, because of my unique situation that i'm in this movie was fucking terrifying uh in a different way and i loved how it used something that i am being like uh, you know the the horrific events of my life are because of uh, a, a female that could look so unassuming uh but this movie did that did that fucking well and it was uh yeah i i, I was thinking about this movie for several days after and my honorable mention was one that I was also thinking about, but it was a close call on that one. And it's fun. I love seeing your guys' lists because you don't know my list. I know your guys' list. And it was like, yeah. oh, fuck, there's some like similarities and stuff. But I love to see where movies kind of influenced one another a little bit more. And this one was the only one that influenced me. So, hey, we're here. Dude, I mean, the thing with this year, and I was, it was. There was a lot of good movies. There weren't as many like great movies as last year. There were a lot of things I really not, enjoyed. Don't get me wrong. Not a lot of like standout, standout, standout. Like yeah, last year, it, it was, or was it the year before? Yeah. We were just like, no, what? it was last, no, it was last year. Fuck yeah, there were so I mean, many like it was twenty twenty two. Yeah, yeah, it's bangers. instead of yeah. And this year was a lot of good stuff, and I'm just like, either this, I mean, was outside my top two. You could have you like everything else is pretty much like could have been moved around a lot depending oh, yeah. on what the day and time was. I kind of just was like I kind of was like oh, this sounds okay, you know. So yeah, influencer is good, man, and it's one of those things where it's like it's one of those movies that I think does a lot of really cool things when it comes to like giving you expectations and then fucking with you. It's like it was like a barbarian, right? Where like that's what I was gonna bring change... up. Like, well, that was yeah. our number. All it was a consensus last year. Barbarian just like. It sucked all yeah. our dicks really good. Like it, it, did. it was like it was the sloppiest dick sucking of all time. Oh. It was a good time. And uh yeah, it, it has that thing where it's like where it changes up. I mean, that's and it's it's a pretty old trope in horror, right? I mean you go back to fucking psycho. Psycho's the I don't know how many did it before Psycho, but Psycho is such a influential movie. And the whole like you killed the main character halfway through and it, now we have like like Terrifier One. It's like the mm. whole like opening cast gets killed in the first half right so there's a lot of things like that where like it's this influential thing but like this movie does it very well in a good way that just like i can't wait to see what they do next because it's kind of one of those more underground films i've already seen that uh the actor with the the like thing on her face that in some other movies and stuff and she was in she was in it's a wonderful knife she was one of the like yeah. yeah so yeah. I she can't was wait the to see aunt's partner. Yeah. yeah. Like but even the, the filmmakers of influencer cuz they're like kind of unknown and stuff and mm-hmm. uh, it I always love following careers from like this point. It's like, oh, this is our first one out of the gate and uh yeah, it was fucking well done. So that's and my number 5. 
Asia is one of those places I haven't been to yet. And Thailand, this is Thailand, I believe is what was it? And it just made me want to go to Thailand, even though everything else is crazy. Okay. So who's next? You rotter. Okay. My okay. number five was when. Oh, oh my number, number five. five. Number oh, there it is. Five. When evil lurks. This movie is fucking metal, man. Um, and I feel like if it wasn't like a lot of the, the 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 characters in the third act specifically, you just sit there going, "What are you idiots doing?" And it, which has similarities to like a lot of the things in my my uh, runner-up movies. Um, but man, the it's just a pretty like it, it's from Argentina, right? Argentina was where yeah. it was from, and they we didn't do this on the show, right? We didn't get to it. We did. Oh yeah, we, we did. did. We did. Oh, okay. Yeah, we did it on the show, and I it just really like was well done and it was that different kind of thing and that the scene with the fucking dog oh my god carrying the toddler around away is was fucking horrifying dude it wasn't like it wasn't like the sadness level of like this is fucked up like it it like you know it sits there and goes but it is i think was one of those movies that like is going to people are gonna more people are gonna see it. I I still think that that it being in you know Spanish is probably gonna be a problem for a lot oh, of yeah, people I, in the long run. I remember the episode now. Yeah, yeah, but like I just think that the movie does a really good job of like kind of doing a it's it's one of those things we talk about all the time where just setting up a world and then not overly explaining everything, but just kind of you pick up the the necessary facts as you go. Um, from the 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 big fat dude who reminded me like a bloater from oh, Left for yeah. Dead, and Two. Like, all the stuff and, and the evil children and stuff like that. I I just think that this movie is really cool and does a lot of unique stuff. And again, that's why one of the reasons why I started this podcast uh, with Josh and everything was to go watch gnarly horror from around the world because there's a lot of it, you know. So I will talk about this movie in a little bit. Because it is on my list. <laughs> cool. Cool. Ken, you're number five. Number, number five. five. <laughs> Continues number five. Uh, my number five was The Pope's Exorcist. I really liked it because exorcism movies I always find really interesting. I always find them unnerving and creepy and Russell Crowe did such an awesome job with his character. I don't think we covered it on the show, Mm -mm, um, but it was fabulous. I definitely recommend it. I felt it took a concept and flipped it on its head. There were some parts that were predictable, but if you get a chance and you like anything remotely related to religion or uh, exorcism, definitely check it out. That's not one that we did on the show, though, right? Like that one. Right. Was, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Because I think, um, whoa, he's just completely frozen out. There he is. No. Yep. I'm back. <laughs> no, we didn't do it in the show. Uh, but like, I, it's one of those things that, like, there was that, and then there was the god awful Exorcist movie that came out this year, which was just fucking. I still haven't watched that. I have no desire to watch that. It's I'm glad that good. there's some on the lists that uh, aren't on on the show as well. Like it, it will be good for us to be like, okay, honestly, if the if if any of these movies 
pique your interest, watch them because they're on our top for a reason. And if yeah. you want to learn a little bit more about any of these movies, go back to the episodes page and I, watch the episode. I think everything I did for this this list we talked about, even the honorable mentions, but like... I'm I, really disappointed that I did not put Talk to Me. Oh, sorry, that's a spoiler, but anyway. You <laughs> forgot about that movie or something? I totally forgot about it and did oh. not put it on my list. So, oops. <laughs> it's, it's definitely on mine. <laughs> no, I mean, it's definitely on mine, too. Uh, okay. Yeah, You start the four eventually. as well. Yeah, I'm starting four? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's number okay. four time. I know what your number, number four is. Number four. four. Your number four is Clock. <laughs> Clock was available on Hulu, and it's a story of a woman that's going through um dealing with her biological clock ticking and insisting on you know, people are wanting her to have kids and she doesn't really want to. And then she's, so she goes to this place to try to get that desire to have a child. And it's so twisted and it's not predictable and it was really well made and I strongly recommend it. So if you get a chance, it's on Hulu. Um, it does a really great job of holding attention. It's very scary. And uh, yeah, I think you'll really enjoy it. Number four. Woo! Oh, I don't think. Yeah. No, we did I not do I that just, one. I haven't even ever yeah. heard of that one. So you're putting shit on my radar now. And I'm thankful for that because uh, there's a there's a few movies. I was I think I was going to talk about it the other week. Then I was so tired and out of it. And then I just <laughs> left. Uh, but there's, I had like a list up. It just like came up and I was like, oh, there's some. I feel like Hollywood is going down too far into the franchise world again and yeah. like we're night swim is out right now and that's like one of the first movies together with uh blumhouse and atomic what you know the that new partnership James Wan's, yeah James so Wan's, like yes. they did megan together they're doing this together and it just you know it's like this weird mid-level horror that they're just going to be pumping out and i'm happy to see it and i I want to go and see Night Swim for sure, but uh, I don't know. I'm I'm sick of the franchises and movies like this, like Clock and stuff. I I feel like these are the ones that I want to put my attention on as well because you know yeah, franchises are meh. I definitely recommend it because, like I said, it it caught me off guard. I don't even remember why I started watching it, but I really enjoyed it. And I think, um, yeah, for somebody who's getting ready to have a birthday and it's aging and all that jazz. Like it definitely resonated. Uh, so well, strongly recommend. I mean, you're also like a, a woman in your thirties who. Exactly. Which wanna, is why. Does, it, oh, that, and you don't want to have children. Like, so you, right. there's another thing that's like, it's very like similar to that in a lot of ways. And which is just powerful things that like, uh, is it a female? I assume from what you've been talking about, it, it mm -hmm. sounds like it was a female director, but if it, uh, it wasn't. I honestly yeah. do not know. Yes, it was. See, that's, yeah, I mean, it's, I think that, like, that French inside that we talked about this last year was, like, a, a female director, too, but I, I don't know, remember for sure. It's taking those things that make are like very personal to you and, like, just showing how horrifying they could be, right? And it's just, like, yeah, everyone's fears are different, right? And so it's, like, 
just explain that out and go and do it. That's cool. So, yeah, yeah I, I'm definitely interested now. So, just like influencer, I'm terrified. <laughs> All right. I oh, totally Rod. forgot about influencer too. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Rod number four. I got your number, number four, four right here, Rod. Oh, Thanksgiving. So I really like Thanksgiving, man. I I think that like uh, Eli Roth is <sighs> Eli Roth is a very 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 hit or miss director for me. Like like he did like the stuff he did early on, like Hostel is dope, but in Cabin Fever and Hostel, and I really like Tab- Cabin Fever too. But like he started doing shit that I'm just like, was not interested in like remaking his own cabin fever is an insane. I thing don't that fucking I, get that. He was. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm just shit like that. I'm just like, what are you doing? I, I never saw the, the, I, I, I don't know about you guys, but those exploitation, like central America movies where they go into the Amazon, are not yeah. my jam. And no. so I never saw the green inferno. Um, I don't know anyone that actually did go and see that movie, actually. So yeah, I don't think I saw that. I saw the ruins. Yeah, but that was very that was a that was a movie that that was, was wild in a lot of ways and didn't expect. And that movie's fucking got some creepy ass shit in it, man. Like the 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 villain of that movie is a like sentient plant being, but um, <laughs> I I really liked what he did with Thanksgiving. Like it's it's a not. It's a very well, if you see any 80s. of his like uh if you see any of the, like the behind the scenes or interviews with him and stuff I feel like he was like okay I get it I I went a little too uh deep on like just to please me type thing because I made so much money with the or he didn't say this personally but he made a l- lot more money with the hostel films for the studio that they're like okay and they give him a little more leeway and then he goes and does like Green Inferno, which just bombed, and the decisions, like you were saying with Cabin Fever and stuff, but this was his decision to go, okay, I, there's a there's a hole in the market, and I know all the ingredients, and yeah. he he did it. I, it was it, a fucking enjoyable film. It's fun. It's it's does that whole like satire opening that's just like, oh my god, <laughs> it, that that wrist breaking still oh, stands out to me. And I hate the it. Fucking the woman fucking being turned. The woman being turkey basted and the fucking. I can't wait to meet was... her. She's coming yeah. to Horcon this year, so it's going to be a good Dude, one. Dude, that is still one of the hardest to watch scenes from last year's horror movies. Like that, putting her in. Because that's one of those things that just like. I still think being burned alive is like a top five, don't want that to happen kind of ways to go. Because you ever think about it, just like what a regular burn feels like and just having your whole body set of fire? Shit is horrifying, man. Um, so that movie and and the villain was I really like the mask and the pilgrim outfit oh, yeah. and they did a lot of things. Um there was enough so I had like, that on my list like four times and then yeah. I shuffled it off again. Yeah. I don't know. I think they did I, enough like to make it stand out in like a very saturated market. Like everyone's yeah. you know, kind of trying to do that. And I feel like this year especially was more of an yeah. uh, a, a chance or not a chance, but like People were taking their stabs at it, and Dude, this is the one that's on top. I was watching a bunch of people talk about their favorite movies of 2023, like YouTube YouTube horror people. And every time I saw someone put sick on there, I'm like, what am I missing of the an hour and 55 
uh, hour and 15 minute movie that should have been 45 minutes and had way too much just i feel like that movie kept getting put on lists as like for slashers and it was you know how many fucking lists i saw with skinnamarink as number one i was about to say that like i don't i i don't want to you know shit on anything but i just i don't understand that on on the list part but it's I think that whole movie now is just a meme on the internet to be polarizing and to get a conversation going because there it is the cilantro of horror and there is no in between. You either well, did not like it at all or you loved it and can't get enough and it and it did what you said like it it unlocked something from when you were a kid. It did not do that for any of us cuz we're fucking super ADHD and it yeah. just yeah, it's not made for us. I that movie, it, like it, you, I think you specifically had to have very, 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 very specific childhood, like nightmares and shit. That like, yeah, that, like, and if it didn't, like, yeah, with RADHD, fuck that man. That movie was way too long, and yeah, um, but yeah, I, I, I just think that Thanksgiving was the best slasher that came out all year too. Like, I like. Yeah, there, there's nothing else. I and that's that's saying that's I I think but it was to better see than a Scream Studio. Oh yeah, like you know, Scream. Eh, it's getting Dude, like they they've already s- fucked up huge. That franchise yeah. is down well, t- the toilet. If yeah, yeah, I in that movie like I it, one of the worst third act drops I've ever seen in a horror. And that's a couple two of my movies that are on my fucking like runner-up movies just drop the ball completely in the third act just completely drop it so i really like thanksgiving i think i liked eli roth being simple i i'm interested to see what uh happens with uh with a uh, borderlands uh which has got a crazy cast and oh is, yeah is, i forgot about going that. down that road yeah okay. yeah with Jack i don't Black oh, shit. And, yeah. what uh i forget oh wait actually my number four as well, as we're talking about it, it's the same. And I forgot because I don't have my list up in front of me. But I did all these things. So, hey, good <laughs> thing we're talking about it at the same time. Our number fours are Thanksgiving. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's, it, I, I don't even, seriously, I don't know what my list is. <laughs> I forget. <laughs> I mean, I'm, the only reason I'm, I have it up because it's so I can look at it and look at my uh, other stuff. But yeah, it's. I I just I mean you agree, Josh. It's just like it's it's like that kind of slasher horror from the eighties that we're all you know. It Can feels right. Born in the eighties. Yeah. <laughs> no. <think> so. <laughs> yeah, she was born in ninety, right? Yeah. 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 That's, oh, I was that's supposed, almost. according to the internet, I was born in eighty nine. It's funny because the internet has my birthday listed as my projected due date which was in november of 89 and that's not when i was born but yeah the internet you were supposed to be born in, in january in, in in november and you were born in january which did like they have to like haul your mom and then i'm like on a crane and like like they were they thought i was gonna be born early and then oh. i was then they said december and then i was like fuck you i do what i want and then yeah i was january. late too just uh, dude, I was supposed to be born in October. My birthday is in August, so yeah. <laughs> oh damn. Yeah. Well, I just assumed my head would have killed my mother, and <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Uh, okay, so Josh, 
the, what else do you have anything else you want to say about uh thanksgiving uh before we move on to three uh it was i think the most fun for like gag scenes all year too because like yeah. a slasher film is kind of like made up of you got to have really good gag scenes and if anyone gets that it's fucking eli roth he built his career off of just setting up the most gruesome uh gag scenes in hostel and stuff and started a whole new like subgenre of horror himself which yeah most people will say well fuck you because no one really cares about it anymore because it was a huge fad but it for him to take that and not go all the way up to 11 like he's so used to and like kind of ramp it down to like an eight or something i i loved seeing it in a theater and i loved seeing it with you know there was like a, a group of guys just a little bit down for me just yep. the best reactions ever oh like i love that it makes it makes the whole experience of seeing a movie so much fucking better when you can yeah. like just be laughing and like oh like so I enjoyed dude, it so much more because of that, dude. I was I talked about it on the episode, but I went and saw it in on the west side of Cleveland with my sister, and it was there were many stereotypes that were being projected in that theater. Yeah. That I don't want to say out loud, but like it, all that made it funner because the movie oh, yeah. was what it's. A, it's not a movie where you have to like listen to every line of dialogue it's about like it's like a roller coaster of a slash and it's just fun you nailed it jack it's just fun so that's yeah it's, i think it's gonna about. be like one of those classic like forever holiday yeah. films it's already got a green light for number two so that i'm i'm happy Hell about yeah. it all right what do we oh hey all right yeah going on to number three three oh look at that it's my poster hey evil dead Fucking rise. Okay, I knew this movie was going to hit my top 10, top 5, whatever list uh, before I even saw it because I'm a huge fan of Evil Dead. Uh, always have, and I think I always will. Be Especially, this movie has like solidified that I'm in love with what they're doing now with the franchise. They've figured out that they can use the books in different places at different times and tell different stories of how they've affected people. That is so smart. This movie yeah. uh, took a huge concept and then made it a small story size and did it in a building. And anytime you take something and confine it and then it can meet what the budget constraints are in a way that doesn't feel like a budget constraint, this movie fucking hit it on all cylinders. I fucking had a blast watching it one of the best cold opens this year by far so metal the scalping fuck i loved it uh the the creepy mom there was great kills as well like yeah fucking evil dead rise metal fuck yeah it is a me it's what metal is man that's like horror defined as metal man and i'm not gonna go into it too much because i'll be talking about it a little bit but yeah um, <laughs> so I, I think that they, their their idea, though, because like, if you don't know, this movie was originally supposed to just come out on Max, and like they started doing screenings of it and just fucking killed it. And another another instance of fucking practical effects just being the oh. fucking only way to do it, because they used like like so many gallons of blood making this movie. Like It was They insane. also have like, Sam Raimi and um, 
Bruce Campbell on as producers. They're not going to allow this franchise to go down the fucking dumps. Like they're like, no, we're at the helm. We will make sure that it is, you know, everything is done with class and has to, yeah. you know, make sense for the source material that it is like a part of. So I, I applaud it. Speaking of Sam Raimi, did I hear they're doing a Drag Me to Hell too? Because like I heard I, something too. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm I like, heard that a while back too. I that movie, man. I I love one of those movies. I love the movie, but it's not something I rewatch at all. Because that 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 final gut punch at the very end. It's the so button, good. It's, just, it's like it's like no. Uh, <laughs> and it's I, Ben. I went and saw it with my buddy Ben. Obviously, right when it came out, and. We were like, oh, like, like, yeah, <laughs> clapping at the end. And people were like, that was the worst fucking movie I've ever seen. As we're leaving the theater, I was like, fuck you. <laughs> I love that movie. And, no and that is a perfect example of PG-13 horror, man. There's some fucked up shit in that movie. And it was that PG-13 handkerchief horror, was, so. was so good, man. That whole scene, he made a handkerchief jump scare people. Like, come on. That yeah. was so good. The scenes with the old lady and the fucking dead old lady and the fucking goat and like everything in that and it's just like, yeah, I'm just like that 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 movie is wild for PG. That movie pushes PG thirteen horror, right? So I'm yeah. excited to see a, a sequel. I don't know. All right. Oh, Rod, number three. It's Rod's turn. Number three. Number three. <laughs> Mia Goth makes her first appearance i think yeah, it's the only appearance on this list but like man i love her i love this movie it is fucking wild and crazy and it's that thing where uh uh cronenberg say it, josh it's a cronenberg, <laughs> cronenberg. it's the, the thing that this man does that I fucking love, kind of like his father, but I even I think he does it better than his father from what I've He's seen. He's a way his, better filmmaker than his father. <laughs> he just makes these movies that feel like... I think the first one we did, Josh, was uh, was uh, Possessor, and you're just sitting there going, this world's there, and you're not... Like what I was just talking about, it, you go in and live in it, and it's just like this weird fucking thing of like imperialism and... What what having money means in countries that don't have money and like what we do, like it's taking the idea of like going in like you mm-hmm. go to these places like Jamaica where you don't can't leave the resorts because like the, the, the people that live there don't have any money and they will fucking kill you for just, oh, yeah. you know, being shit. And so like they take that and they just amplify it to 10. Uh, we got Skarsgård being this this like character that you think is like you feel bad for and then you just kind of hate and then feel it just it's the weirdest shit in the world and it's just like this thing of it's what people do it, i mean we talk, we're talking about hostile right it's kind of like hostile in a lot of ways right where you you go in to this other place and you turn off your like your normal like everyday nine to five kind of persona and do some sh- heinous shit and that's kind of what they like. It's the same kind of setup. These people do this and then just like crazy shit happens. The Massons movie are fucking fantastic. I love the Massons movie. I love like every, like, it's one of those, movies, I haven't watched it since we did it on the podcast, but I'm just like, the movie just like sticks a lot of things in my head. And that's kind of like the, like the last, like my top three, especially is very much like 
This one had me thinking about it like days after type thing too. Yeah. Um, Not a lot of movies this year had that like kind of power over me. This one did, but yeah. yeah. It's when a movie like really makes me think about it. Like I think of things like the witch. I think of like, yeah. Fucking arrival. Arrival is one of those movies that fucking destroyed me on a personal level. And I've talked about it in here before, but it's like, because like all that shit and like, if a movie leaves you thinking about it and going, what was that? And I think of, I think I of didn't a know kill- it was going to be like that. Like I saw it yeah. in a f- packed theater. I went by myself. I was having some like turmoil at home at the time. My bass player and his wife were right behind me randomly in the same theater at the same time. And then I'm just sitting there literally bawling in the theater going, what the fuck? What is this? Yeah. Ah. Dude, my, 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 my sales pitch for Arrival was, hey, you, you know that opening scene of Up? Oh, we're going to turn that up to like 11. And, oh. and then you go from there. And then the oh. ending of that movie where it wraps back around oh. and is the biggest gut punch of oh. all. Fil- it just is oh. so crazy. And it's, but like all that stuff. It's when they devastating. Oh. Yeah. And so any movie that does that and just leaves that like makes you think about it and it makes you like Mia Goth, it's fucking amazing. We oh. I mean when whatever Maxine comes out, we will be enjoying the shit out of that. Um and it just it Cronenberg's I mean he's just I think he's Cronenberg. Cronenberg. He's just killed it uh, with all three of his films. Yeah. And I don't know how much I don't think this made very much money because it was marketed oddly, and his movies are odd in general, right? So, but like, I, I will. He's so hard to fit in a box. And yeah. when it's a studio film to boot, uh, and has actors that are doing really well in their own, you know, respects, it, it doesn't fit into the mold at all, this movie. It, it, yeah. It's very standalone. And what are you going to emphasize in a trailer? Like, because this is fucking weird and you can't use the normal copy paste on this one whatsoever you have to see it and yeah remember us talking about it at the end when we were like we're like how many times and how many like you start like adding up and then like that and i think of like a lot of the scenes at the very end before they go back and like you're like huh like the dog version of scar's card like like she's walking around like on a leash so that it's just a fucking wild movie and like one of those things that, like, I think I've thought about, like, when looking over those lists, I'm like, it is, it's just a wild movie, and it's just cool. Fil- like, this is what I love about Cronenberg, man, is just, he makes cool movies, and this is another one, man. So, yep, that's my number three. The son. That, let's get that. His son is the real film. <laughs> a Cronenberg. A Cronenberg. Oh, number three, Kin Styles. Number three. Okay, so I will say that uh, I did choose the boogeyman for a lot of different reasons. If I had remembered talk to me, it would have gone here as well (laughs) somehow. But um, boogeyman, I really enjoyed it. I thought that it did a great job of actually playing on fears, both child and adult, um, unlike some other movie anyway um i thought that they did a great job with it um it it's king related so of course i'm gonna fangirl over it pretty hard but 
Um, I loved some of the twists and turns. I felt that it wasn't as predictable as a lot of people thought it was going to be. Um, I really enjoyed it. I love the actors and the actresses in it as well. The little girl is phenomenal. I know she's in a ton of stuff now, but yeah. I really enjoyed it. I feel like I, this was one of those movies on my list that was like, it was teetering. Like my honorable mm-hmm. mention movie, uh, well, I I guess I could just say it now, is, was Infinity Pool. And uh, that is just like the one. But this one, Infinity Pool and Scream or something were like, teetering at that point of like just that number one spot of honorable mention but what's going to be that number five spot and it's weird that influencer took the 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 cake for me on it it was just it's because my unique fucked up situation i was like it has to be on my list because it's so fucking terrifying when it's happening to you (laughs) no i do i think because i will say now one of my one of my honorable mentions was cobweb and it's like the, the it's like the two sides of that same coin that yeah the same kind of PG thirteen horror focused on children and like how they see the world and stuff and the cobweb just drops the ball like I was talking about just drops that ball in the third act so hard and while you have like that, that was just on top bit. just outside you know because boogeyman yeah. I feel like was very similar to cobweb and yeah it. It, it did it better other, yeah. other than the I don't know like I think the thing that these types of movies do wrong is showing the monster like if they just yeah. didn't show it at all and only showed just the thing coming out or whatever it, it's so much better until you see it and once you see it 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 just it yeah. didn't uh it does the signs thing like signs was yeah. so good up until and I felt the same way with this movie it I was blown away with some of the fucking jump scares that got me in this movie. Yeah. Like, full got me. I was like, fuck, you win. Dude. You win. <laughs> <laughs> that ball scene where she drops the ball under the bed is fucking horrifying. Like, what it was like, one of those, like, you know, and it was the, I think some of the did... most violent jump scares because like, they were loud and fast and in your face. And most yeah. horror movies well, they, don't they earn do them. Like that. Yeah. yeah, they just try to like like play loud noises, and it's funny because you had this movie in co- Cobweb, and you go, "Which one's the Stephen King one? The one that doesn't have a shitty ending?" <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. I I think I I I, I appreciate it, Ken. Like like I said, I think outside my top like two, I you could you could come back to me in a different day and you would get a different list from me, like depending on what, because there's a lot of really good movies, but like horror movies, but like th- there weren't as many standouts like there were last year. I think my, like the top two are really, they do stand out, but like, yeah. So. Well, what's, what's your number two, Ken? Number two. Number two. I had Evil Dead Rise for my number two. Um, I was a sucker for the eyeball scene. <laughs> sucker, because the eyeball gets sucked out. Um, I like. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, I thought it was a nice uh, sticking with the franchise, but giving it a nice refresher and bringing it into this generation. And can like, I just saw the glass eating scene. Um, yeah, it was great. I really enjoyed. It, it made me very uncomfortable. In all the best ways, I definitely enjoyed it. 
And I love that that poster was uh, because of this show. We were talking about it, and then Rod was like, oh, you got to make a, a poster with the cheese grater. And I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. So I did it instantly. And uh, <laughs> yeah. I was the first one out of the gate that did the cheese grater poster because everyone else did one. And then uh, they actually commissioned um, Creepy Duck to do the one that I did <laughs> after the fact. So yeah, mine just got buried so quick. Yeah, but you did it first, man. And, and like- honestly, I, I like mine better. And I have yeah. not been able to say that uh, against a creepy duck design like often at all. So, yeah, I the thing like I haven't seen him do as much lately, and like a lot of it is he's like he did the fucking he like every movie we've seen, he did the actual poster for the movie, dude. Yeah, like he did the poster for um that Christmas horror. It's a wonderful knife. Yeah, he did that. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, that's cool, man. He that dude is so talented. Like he's like, he being commissioned for everything now. So like when you don't even know he's done it, he's done it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you could go to my number th- uh, two, Josh, because number two. Oh, wait, no, that's Ken. <laughs> oh, there we go, Rod. Oh, so Rod's list has two that overlap with. Other people, R four yep. and your guys is two. Yep. Just uh, docking. Uh, docking. <laughs> I mean, the Evil Dead is such a like iconic series for horror, and it's a weird series in a lot of ways. I mean, Josh just talked about it. He he wore out his Army of Darkness tape. Um, you have the first movie is a prime example of what a young, you know, like kind of like really like thirsty uh filmmaker can do and like that it's it's just like it's a lot like peter jackson i i find vastly superior when he was making uh dead alive and shit compared to like i think the lord of the rings kind of killed his ability to like put passion in films um but evil dead rise man is it's just a it they take a concept like josh talked about and they change the scenery and, and Ken, you're talking about dude, just moving around and just make something really cool. And like you, you think about a skyscraper. I mean, not even a sky, it's an apartment complex and how they changed it and made it still feel like give you that evil dead feeling of like being claustrophobic. And, and, but the movie has like some of the cringiest scenes, like, like in like, you just uh, kind of like, not like cringe, cringe, like the glass, the eating the glass and then like it just sticking out of the neck. Um, the cheese grater, which I still wish they hadn't showed in the fucking trailers. Um, my favorite is still like, the when he's coming towards and he's got the like, what was it called? Barbara, uh, the Barbie on a stick thing. Um, oh god, uh, what was that Barbie? Name? No, no, it was really good. It was Stephanie or something. Yeah, Stephanie. yeah, yeah. so fucking oh, good yeah. and. <laughs> Like yeah. best best kill, I think goes and, there. Dude, and the 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 mother coming out of the fucking vent. I can't wait to meet her too. She's coming this yeah. year as well, so it's gonna be a she's good. She's very Australian. Isn't she? Aust- I think she's Australian or something like that, or British or something. Like she's not from America. Um, Neither am I. Like, <laughs> you're Canadian, eh? 
Um, but it's just it's such a like it does what evil does do, dead does just in perfect way and just fucking kills it. And it's just like like I said earlier, practical just, effects are just so important. Yeah. And don't they killed the little kid in that movie, right? So it's yeah, like they another don't give thing. A it's fuck. like Yeah. But they, also they, like that like so many things yeah. were just like super done right. And I feel like Evil Dead uh knows how to like come into a scene and emphasize what is about to happen and have that like kind of yeah. cool, like hip way of anticipating something. Whereas yeah. a lot of other movies don't do that as much. It's, it's not like, Oh fuck, we're about to get it. It's like the, they try and be sneaky about it or something else, which, you know, it's doing different things, but evil dead stays true to its form by do, yeah. doing those type of things. And I don't know. I just remember like, right before and we're like oh fuck no <laughs> like yes yeah. this is so good which is good Dude, i mean they did so many things they could have dropped the ball on even like the fucking necronomicon that they use in this one was with those those long skinny teeth that are just fucking creepy as fuck and like just but this is the first time version. we're seeing the other book like it was talked about in the other movies we never saw it and now we're yeah. we're being introduced to the book uh itself which is great oh yeah and now, like they they talked about it, they're going to do one every two or three years, two to three years, and just do like small ones like this, and just I'm keep doing so it, like, into not... it. I'm so. I think into that's it. a great idea. Well, I mean, it's like what John Carpenter wanted to do with Halloween, right? But like he, like he he never wanted to make two. He wanted to make go along the routes of three, where it was like an anthology film. But like. You've done fucked up. You made too much of an iconic character in, in the process. He's on so. my leg now. Yeah, he is. <laughs> All right. My okay, number Josh. two. Number two. Like I said, number I wanted to two. wait and hold off because my number two is evil when evil lurks. And this one, I it this one I was thinking about. Like I think this is what uh, or why and how movies have to make my list. If they stay with me and are just like like cloaked this movie like cloaked itself on me and it couldn't get it off for days and days in like a, such a metal way like it, it made me just think about all the things it did right with like when you come up with especially in like the um possession and that type of like subgenre of horror if there's going to be rules to come up with those rules and follow them, this movie came up with like some of the coolest rules and showed the repercussions of not following them. And that's when that's that's pretty much the whole movie. If you do not follow these rules, it's going to fuck everything up. And it's yeah. because it was foreign, uh, even if there was bad acting or whatever, it it hides it and it it lets this creepy, amazing thing live more and i i feel like uh there's a lot of like decisions that were made because it was foreign that they wouldn't have pretty much been able to make um if it was done in north america and i feel like all those things really add to just how horrific and you know they don't when when they're like not even scared to take out kids in the way they do in this movie fuck it is it's so metal it's crazy number two for a reason yeah. it was almost it was so close. It's teetering. Number one and number two. Like, ever since I saw it, it was like, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, it, it's number one this week. Oh, wait. No, it's not. Uh, uh, oh, 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 oh. So, wow. I, 
I think there's, there's a, a lot of met- really like hardcore horror that came out this year. Like, I mean, we're talking about it. Like, there's like when evil lurks and Evil Dead Rise, and like, it's just like a lot of really metal things. It's just like, yeah, you just embrace it, and I like all, most of that stuff did really well in the theaters while these big two hundred million dollar epics are not making money. So you're like, it's dude, it's it, Marvel like. I mean, it's 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 capitalism one one in America, especially where you don't ever let the golden goose die. You you strangle it yourself. Like you don't let it like just fade into oblivion. You you get you choke it to death, and you go now. You will, and that's what they've done, man. And so like, did you watch the Golden Globes, or no. do you watch? Do you ever watch that type of stuff? I don't know. I uh-uh. I did. I checked. It I out watched last night a little bit of it. It's. I don't know. It, it doesn't have the same impact it once did. Like I, I think now that I, I cut the cable a long, long time ago, but I feel like the more time goes on, the less that like world is really as influential as it once was. Like yes, these yeah. all these actors are still like a big deal, whatever. But it used to be this like really sought after like club. That everyone was like in awe of. And now it's like, yeah, you guys are just kind of over there and you can be in your like corner. And the rest of the world really cares about online now. Like, and online celebrity, even though it's only uh, online famous, it's a way bigger world than a lot of uh, people really understand. Yeah, it was definitely like um, when I was watching it, you could tell it was so clicky. It was so like, Okay, yeah, it's just this group, like mm-hmm. whatever. It, it really felt, felt like that. Well, yeah. and you think about it too. It's like they're bullshit, like opinions, and and not all of them are bullshit. But like, it, it, we live in a world where Five Nights at Freddy's is Blumhouse's most like, you know, a movie that got shit on by everyone, and yet still made all the money when they could just Number stay at one. home and watch it. Yeah, it 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 made so much money. It was over two hundred fifty million the last time I saw. Wow. And you could watch it. You didn't have wow. to go to the theater to see it. Yeah. That's so, so cool. like So, like, it's all about, like, what people want, man. And it's, like, we have these things where, like, video game movies are starting uh, to be, like, more high quality. I'm not saying Five Nights at Freddy's, but, like, if you don't know, Five Nights fun. at Freddy's are not, they're not great games either. So It, it didn't make, like, very, it wouldn't even come close to making yeah. my honorable mention. It was no. just whatever no. we're talking <laughs> All right. It, it was it was it had issues, but yeah, yeah. So, so my number one, uh, it actually number one, it's talk to me, and I think your number one as well, right, Rod? So it's yep, just it like, is, uh, yeah. So we are. My whole list should have been shuffled. <laughs> <laughs> number one. Number we are both one. number one. <laughs> All right, I got to turn those off. I uh, yeah. Do- it's, it's it it hit so fucking hard like it hit it just it resonated it i i don't know because it was something i could also anticipate that that tie into randomly i was a a fan of their youtube channel before i even knew they were making this movie i just i knew they were making a movie i didn't know it was this movie and then i heard about this movie separately and was like that looks dope and then found out they did it and was like holy shit so i was like anticipating this for so long without even anticipating it 
directly. And so that I think that added to the hype for me. And then seeing it and it actually being as fucking good as it was, I was like, holy shit. And I had a boner for at least a week and a half because of it. Uh, no. Well, I mean, <laughs> well, I mean that and like, dude, this movie is like so personal for you in other ways, Josh, because it's these YouTubers who yeah. go out and got to make this really fucking like cool movie. And it's just like, it's a cool. It's my dream. It's I mean, it's A24, <laughs> man. When you get picked up and bought by A24, that's a pretty cool. Like, it's such a Cinderella story. And I, I, yeah. I have like a literal boner for this movie because of that. Dude. It's like, uh, I, I adore the that Cinderella story. It's always my favorite. But when it's yeah. actually a good fucking movie and then you get the internet being just as like defensive and then the complete opposite. It's just like the hype. Fuck. It's just all hype. Who gives a fuck? Fuck the hype. And it's like, no, the hype Dude, is real. It is so real. I think a lot of people we talked about like the we we're just talking about dragging me to hell. The ending of this movie is very like it's a downer ending just like drag me to hell but like they're the two scenes in this i'm movie all about that, it i loved the mist yeah. and no one else yeah. will ever say they love the mist. dude <laughs> dude i love the mist i watch i have the black and white version on blu-ray it's fucking perfect i love that movie and it's like the first time you see that movie you're just like <laughs> i love that i Whoa. sent that meme to you and you're just like oh my god <laughs> how impatient are you this impatient <laughs> <laughs> Yes, but oh, like so bad. the two the two scenes with the little brother just like slamming his head into shit are so oh fucking metal. Like we talked about metal, it's like the top of metal in a movie where we a year where we had a a pit bull carry off a, a small a toddler like it was a <laughs> and a mom toy. eating her son's brain as like yeah, a popcorn. Like a, Popcorn bucket head. Forgot <laughs> all about that. God yeah. dang it. Uh, Ken, you were the one who came up with popcorn bucket head, too. I, oh, that movie was so Look good. It. So good. Yeah. Um, and, I got like, my brains. You have, also, the thing is, too, like it was these a bunch of actors nobody knew about because they're oh, all Australian. <laughs> and it just, it's, it's such a, like, it's a Rocky movie, right, man? It's like a like you know these underdogs who go out and do something really fucking cool and killed it, and the the premise is just like another. We talk we keep talking about it, these these movies that make you feel like you're that they're they're lived in. I, you know what? Like the you know what else is cool? Let's be honest. Like how many of us had? There's like one sequel in any of our top fives, like Evil Dead Rise. Mm-hmm. We, we we guess what we picked a bunch of fucking non sequel movies to enjoy and like celebrate this year, Completely which is fucking original. Great, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I'm cool with that. Josh, anything else you want to say? This movie oh, is awesome. I love it. It's just yeah. All right, Ken on her own in the number, number one spot. One, Infinity Pool. I mean, you had to know it was going to be on the list somewhere. Let's be honest. I obsessively talked about this. (laughs) Well, on my list, because I obsessively talked about this movie for like a month after the fact and was like deep diving in. And I love the idea of a copy of a copy of a copy no longer being the actual person. Like, did the real one get swapped out? Does it even matter at that point? Oh, it was so good. Mia Goth. 
I absolutely love. She is stunning and so talented. So you've got a, a scars guard brother in there. So immediately also sold, but I mean, I thought it was great. I really enjoyed it. It stuck with me. Um, yeah. You sh- if you haven't watched it, go watch it. Be very uncomfortable the whole time. Here's your it's- honor. Your honorable mention. Woo! One of my honorable mentions was definitely Renfield. Um, yeah mainly because it was such a blast and it was a lot of fun. It wasn't really I love scary. that that was on your list. I fucking totally forgot about that one. Holy shit. Yeah, like, that one was definitely up there. Completely forgot about it. Like, I love comedy horror. It was. It's hard for comedy horror unless it's like a complete standout year like Shaun of the Dead or something. Like, I think that would have been like my top that year of like anything. And th- that this one I mean, was so fun. Nick Cage. Yeah. But it just... It, and it's in a year that had this many, um, like it's very metal year for horror. Yeah. Like, whereas last year was just like, just bangers, like just like not metal, but just like, wow. Yeah. I mean, dude, our mascot for a long time was psycho gore man. And it's just horror comedy done perfectly. Right. So it's like, Mm -hmm. that's yeah. It's I Renfield's on my honorable mentions too. Um, I, I think that, I well, love that movie. It, like, I played that game. I played. Your number yeah. one honorable was Screams. So I put up my I poster. Can, yeah, I mean, yeah, you can do that. I I think that like I had five, and Scream Six was on there. Uh, it's a Wonderful Knife. I had a blast with. Um, Bo's Afraid. Completely fucking. That movie oh, right. is wild and weird, and I really enjoyed Ari Aster doing something crazy. Um, Cobweb was on mine because it, it Cobweb and S- Scream Six are two movies I feel like are very similar that like they just completely dropped the ball in the third act, but I still had fun with them. And then like, yeah, like uh, Renfield. I think I don't know what what t- I put um oh yeah my this yeah Infinity Pool. So it it almost it's better that it was my honorable mention because it's your number one, so we can just dive in to the Infinity Pool. As deep as we want to go. I love that you said uh, um, a copy of a copy of a copy isn't the... I never thought about it like that. That makes it so much more interesting to me because I was watching it, really enjoyed it, and it was so such a wild ride. Yeah. I honestly, until I saw your guys' list, didn't really think about it after that. And I think his father has made me not like his name so much. That as soon as I saw his name, I was like, it's not going on my list because it's that name. I'm like, because it's a Cronenberg. Yeah. Cronenberg. I, I think like as I've I there's still a lot of his catalog I haven't watched, but like Scanners has such an iconic thing, right? Like with the like Yeah. I still think my favorite Cronenberg's movie is The Fly. The Fly is fucking perfect. Yes. It's such, yeah, that was a fun a heart- one to to dive into as well. Yeah. It's such a heartbreaking story too. And it's very much like things like Frankenstein, right? But yeah, it, it just his his son obviously has learned a lot from his dad, and just just like Joe Hill, like learns a lot from Stephen King, and just does cool things, right? And so, I I think that it, like there was a lot of just really cool horror in this movie. Ken, go sidebar. Can we take a moment and just appreciate the fact that Stephen King named his son Joe King? Moving on. Nah. What I'm sure it's love- Joseph, but 
Is so, his last name really King, though? Like, is it legally King? I believe it was, and then Hill is his pen name, but I'm not positive. That's why he writes as Joe Hill, right? Because he didn't want to be associated with his dad when he was writing. But, like, yeah, it's uh, that's pretty funny, though. Joe King. So, is there that's- anything, like, as we, like, wrap up the the last year movies, is there anything that is a standout for you guys for this upcoming year for for man i want to see nasratu yeah i, like that, I think that's yes. my number one anticipated movie i, I can't King. believe or joe hill <laughs> yeah i i can't believe they're remaking speak no evil in english or like they're just remaking it a year I, after the fucking movie came out dude, like, i think I, fuck? I feel like we need to do that movie on this podcast I've heard it's point. just grim yeah. as hell and yeah. even to hear that is a huge spoiler and yeah. I was talking to Dan the um creator of the Calgary Horror Con and he's just like who the fuck told you that that is such a spoiler and I, I'm totally mad at them for even telling you that like I'm like oh, I don't know anything else other than it's grim as shit Dude. and he's like yeah it is and it, it's not a fun time but watch it I mean <laughs> That Maxine, I really want yeah, to see Maxine. I'm ready for Maxine. Maxine. Yeah. Terrifier three um, as well. I'm I'm totally into. What? So I we're ho- getting I, three Strangers movies all in one year. Is that fucking? They, yeah, they real? shot them all back to back. But why would so, you like? They're doing the. I don't know. That's kind of a weird thing to do. I I don't know, man. Like, but I prefer it than than the bullshit of splitting apart movies that like Hollywood did last year. I mean, like we had. That Fast Furious, yeah. Fast X did that shit. I, I'm just tired. Do a story. Like, it's funny because, like, one of my Sp- favorite The Spider-Man, overall... Spider-Verse did it, too. Yeah. And I was really disappointed but, in that. But they did that in a, it felt like, it felt like they earned it on, like, Fast X. Fast X just seems like they, like, they I just I don't know. Stopped. I could feel, I like, the the halfway mark to the end. I'd all of a sudden switch to, this is not going to wrap up. This is just yeah. a commercial for the yeah. next movie now. Which sucks. I have to say though, too, I watched Barbie over the weekend, and that movie is fucking for the first time. And yeah, I'd never seen it. I still haven't watched it. So fun. I went the The, day, well, the Thursday before it came out. Type whatever. Yeah, but dude, the speech at the very end of that movie, perfect. And the point they make about Ken is just smacked me in the fucking face with everything I was going through last year and now and still. And it's just, it's a movie that fucking took something that's silly in a Barbie doll and made it really relevant and like says so much about individuality and, and what we are as human beings. And which is fucking not something I would have guessed like a year ago that like the Barbie movie was going to be so fucking relevant. Um, Margaret Robbie is, is fucking amazing. And Gosling, I've had a giant crush on since fucking drive. Um, but it is, I, I just, just rewatched drive. It's, it's still just as good. Yeah. Wait, we're um, getting a smile too this year too. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I'm into I don't it. know when that's coming out. I hope it, I hope it's self-contained. I mean, they obviously can't. You, I. They could do the the dude that. What was that other movie we we're going to talk about with him, the smile guy? Uh, that like we did one of his oh, movies. Oh shit! That's right. Uh, where? 
though we did that on the podcast this year, which I we almost think we could have talked about that on our list. The one where his wife was like possessed for like, or her mother or. Or his mother? Was it his, his mother? Or oh, like wait. Was that the one where th- he, th- like, his his girlfriend was possessed by the spirit of his mother? Yeah. And then there was another movie we were going to do by him and th- with that actor in it, and we never did it. Um, but I forget what the other one was called. Because the other one was, like, the Josh. I saw that on someone's movie list about it's he's, like, going on a uh, – it kind of sounded like uh, that movie with Tom Cruise and Jamie uh, Foxx. Where like he's going out killing people and he drags oh, this other yeah. dude around. So, okay. Um, I don't know about next week. Do uh, you guys have any? Josh is gonna be gone for a couple weeks, I think at least. So, uh, I don't know. Ken, do you have anything you want to do, or we could just go out and? I can't go anywhere right now to see anything. So. I mean, yeah. Uh, obviously, there's nothing in theaters that I give a shit about because Nightfall right. is supposed to be. Night's whim, Bo- yeah. Night's or night yeah. swim, whatever. Okay, we'll just tweet it out unless there's something you have in mind. Um, I did. You guys ever do a good woman is hard to find? Oh yeah, that's the one we keep telling you about. Yes, a good woman. Yeah. Is hard okay, to find. so you guys have already done it. Yeah. Okay. Anxiety. So I, was watch it, but I can. But yeah. Do okay. Move- yeah. Let's talk about it and figure it out. Oh yeah, we'll figure it out. Okay. Uh, well, it was another great year of movies, and I had a blast doing everything with you two wonderful people. Um, uh, yeah, and Ken and I, maybe we could pull someone in to come do shit with us, but I don't know, while Josh is gone for a little bit. Josh is taking a, a meditation break. <laughs> a well-deserved meditation break. Yes, it is very yes. well-deserved. So, Okay, you motherfuckers. Um I guess. (laughs) 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 And we've got you guys next week. And we'll we'll tweet out what we're gonna do and I'll I'll figure it out. So we'll figure it out. So okay everybody. Thank you. Josh, you enjoy yourself, get some rest, do some things, and uh yeah. Uh well let's go over the things real quick. Murdermoose.com. Uh go to YouTube and find us there. Just search Murder Moose Podcast. Uh continue.com and joshwrb.com. So and you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram and all of the stuff at Rod underscore Johnston. So Josh is making funny talk to me hand signs things. So. <laughs> it's the best movie of the year. A, they're doing a sequel to that too, aren't they? Of I think course. They some, yeah. It got greenlit like right away. Um, okay. Okay. We will catch you guys next week. Have a good time. We love you. And happy 2024, motherfuckers. 